India Partners helps rescue young girls. At lifewithlisawilliams.com, you can help. This is this, this, is, this is life. This is life. 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 This is life with Lisa Williams. Hey, today's show is going to be kind of short because I'm feeling kind of short today. <laughs> I hope you have had a wonderful weekend. And I know some things that are planned for you on the show this week, and it makes me feel happy. I hope you can listen tomorrow because if she's feeling well enough, Julie Thomas is going to be your guest. Please pray for Julie. She's been under the weather for the past couple of days, and she is the speaker at a women's event this Friday and Saturday. So for reals, if you could just lift her up um, so that she is completely healthy. She's kind of running the event, so she needs to be healthy. And also speaking this weekend, Carrie Scott, who you probably have heard on the show if you've been listening for a while. She's got a wonderful story. She's such a great speaker. And and other people who are my friends, I'm really looking forward to this weekend and just going to an event that is geared towards getting filled up and thinking about the deeper things of God and looking to Christ Jesus to be my strength. That's the theme of the event that I'm going to this women's conference um, is be strong and courageous. And I'm so looking forward to it. Um, It's on my heart to just share a couple of things with you today that I've seen over the past couple of days. And so they're growing in my heart. And so I just thought I'd share it with you so you could be thinking about it with me. Um, I walked into a church on Friday, and as I walked in, there was this big tree on the wall, like a mural. It was beautifully done. Right beside it was a portion of the wall that was looked like water flowing down, like it was a glass and had this special fountain. So it was this tree beside water. And then it had this scripture on the wall beside the tree from Jeremiah 17. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and puts his confidence in him. He will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. That's Jeremiah 17 uh, verses 7 and 8. And seeing the tree on the wall and the beautiful fountain inside the wall was not the reason I was visiting this church, but it stopped me in my tracks. Like I didn't want to leave it. Like I just wanted to stand there and look at that tree and read that verse over and over and over again, because back up about a month ago, someone shared this scripture with me during a time of prayer and seeking God together and shared with me how important the scripture is. And I'd never seen it before from Jeremiah chapter 17. No one had ever really showed it to me, but our conversation had led to this scripture about figuring out who you really are. Like, who are you really? Like your true self, that these are the verses that point to being who you really are. No one had ever shared that with me. And that was about a month ago that I saw this. And then I saw it again on Friday, and it just stirred me so deeply. If you back up in Jeremiah 17 before those verses, this is the way many of us have lived our lives. This is Jeremiah 17, 5. This is what the Lord says. Cursed is the one who trusts in man, who depends on flesh for strength, 
whose heart turns away from the Lord. He will be like a bush in the wastelands. He will not see prosperity when it comes. He will dwell in the parched places of the desert, in a salt land where no one lives. So that's awful, right? That's dry and lonely and sad and hot and just a mess. But apparently that is indicative of how many of us live our lives, even those of us who love the Lord. We love the Lord, but we trust in ourselves. We trust in our own strength. We turn our heart away from God to pursue things of this world. And then our lives are just dry and we don't know why. But listen to the next verses again. Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord. That has got to be us from this day forward. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him, not in your personality, not in your degrees, not in your career, not in your looks, not in your bank account whose confidence is in the Lord. And if you trust him and you put your confidence in him, then you are like a tree planted by the water and you send out your roots by the stream. And guess what? You're not going to fear when the heat comes and your leaves are always going to be green and you're not going to have any worries, even in a year of drought. And you will never fail to bear fruit. This is the life that we want. It sounds like Psalm 1, doesn't it? Psalm 1, blessed is the man who doesn't walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the seat of the mockers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in that law, he meditates day and night. And he is like a tree planted by streams of water who yields its fruit in season, whose leaf does not wither and whatever he does prospers. And so I'm just sharing these verses with you today because they've been stirred up in me again because I saw this beautiful tree on the wall, so beautifully done, the verse from Jeremiah 17, so artistically placed on the wall beside this incredible fountain inside the wall. It was like this glass wall with water just pouring down. And I was really mesmerized by it. And I just wanted to stare at it because I felt like it was a message that this is where we need to live. We need to figure out what it means to be a tree planted by rivers of water. And one thing that my friend suggested to me about a month ago was that I've spent a lot of my life running around with buckets of water, leaving the source to go throw water on other people because I love God so much. And in my own strength, leaning on my own abilities. I've tried to take the water from the stream and run as fast and as long as I could to dump it on other people. And it has been suggested that I sit in the fountain of God and never get up. (laughs) And so, and I talk to people a lot who seem to be living that kind of life I spoke with someone in the last couple of days who told me how tired she is and how sad she is. And yet she's a leader at her church who's in charge of helping people grow spiritually, 
but she was confiding in me how dry she is. And I saw that picture of her just running with buckets of water, trying to make other people wet, trying to make God happy because look, I'm, I'm working so hard and I'm taking the buckets of water and I'm, I'm pouring them on people. That's a good thing, (laughs) right? (laughs) But even in your work as a Christian, in your ministry work, in your outreach, in your Bible study, and all these things, if you're doing it in your own strength and you're leaning on your own, what does it say in Jeremiah 17, starting um, at verse 5, Cursed is the one who trusts in man and depends on flesh for his strength and whose heart turns away from the Lord. Sometimes even in our work, we do it in our own strength, sometimes for our own glory, sometimes so that it makes us feel good that we did all the right things. (laughs) Boy, I've lived that life. But then it's so empty. It's so desolate. It's so lonely but not if you sink yourself into God's love, God's strength. If you turn towards him and you trust him and you put all your confidence in him, then it's really, really good. Then you'll have a green, prosperous, alive life. You won't worry or fear and your life will have so much fruit. When I think about fruit, I think of your life full of love and joy and peace, patience, goodness, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. I mean, all these things just in your life, around your life, coming out of your life. I, I, I didn't talk to just one person who loves God and told me how sad and dry and tired they are. I talked to several people over the last week who've expressed a fatigue a loneliness in their work. And I'm wondering if maybe we're missing something. And I, I have to be honest, I am aching for a deeper understanding of what does it look like for Lisa to plant myself right into the fountain of God and then just stay there. What does that look like? How do I do that? And what kind of life could you live if that's what you did? My first thought in response to this idea was too much. When my friend suggested this to me about a month ago, I wept and she said, why are you crying? It's too much. It's too much to believe that that's what God wants for me to just sit in his love and never walk away, never run, never take a bucket of it and go, I'll be back in a few hours. I got to go dump this bucket of water on somebody. (laughs) But instead, just to stay in his love day and night, day and night. Would you pray for me that I could understand what it's like to live a life like that? Would you pray for me that the fruit of my life would be the fruit of a tree planted by rivers of water? Now I'm thinking about what Jesus said to the woman at the well in John chapter four In John chapter four, starting at verse four. Now he had to go through Samaria. So he came to a town in Samaria called Sychar near a plot of ground Jacob had given to his son, Joseph. Jacob's well was there and Jesus tired as he was from the journey 
sat down by the well. (laughs) There's a message. (laughs) When you're tired, sit down by the well. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Jesus, tired as he was from the journey, sat down by the well. Woo! It was about the sixth hour when a Samaritan woman came to draw water. Jesus said to her, will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into town to buy some food. The Samaritan woman said to him, you are a Jew and I'm a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews did not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us this well and drank from it himself, and did also his sons and his flocks and his herds? Jesus answered, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. And then she says, give me some of this water right now. And oh, it just goes on. It's also awesome. The rest of this chapter, read John chapter four later if you have time. It's so good. Just thinking about water, being saturated in God. When you're weary, go sit by the well. And then my favorite part is, how the Holy Spirit has been given to us and dwells in us and how Jesus says out of your heart, out of your belly, out of your life will flow rivers of living water. And so we are very close to the water source. (laughs) He is with us. He is with us. So let's put our confidence in him. Let's not turn away from him. Let's trust him like we never have before. With an intentionality and an emphatic burning desire to trust him, to put our confidence in him, to rest in him, to wait on him. What would that look like for you? What could change if you were going to live that true self Jeremiah 17 life. What's one degree of intentionality that you and I could take towards being who we are made to be? And who's tired of running with the buckets of water? Who needs to sit by the well and be drenched in the power of God? Who's with me? Hashtag thanks for listening.